Yeah, what is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I am your host, Rob. Yes, I know y'all missed us um, the other week. Uh, we definitely needed a break, so we took a break. I am back to my day job. I had a lot going on. Uh, it was a lot, but we're here. We do have a special guest today, and we'll get to that in a second. This is one of those people that reminds me of why I need to be persistent. People have busy lives, busy schedules. Things happen, but that doesn't mean you give up hope. You check in on them, and then eventually when things, the stars align, you can get them. Now, I've really been um, waiting on this interview because this brother has uh, something special, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, shout out to y'all, our listeners, our subscribers, our followers, everyone who supports the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Numbers are going up. I'm not a numbers guy. I don't run after numbers. I don't look at numbers every five minutes. But when I check them, I notice a difference. And I just want to say thank y'all for that. You know, you can follow us, FME underscore podcast on Instagram. And from my experience podcast on Facebook, please like the page and join the group. Um, and you can also support us through our affiliates, Acre Gold, Jot Forms, and Garner's Garden. The link is in the description. Please shop with our affiliates. It helps us, and you'll get some dope products. Now, I'm not alone. I also have... Her position is actually going to change. She's an intern right now, but we're going to have some behind-the-scenes discussions. But uh, she's grown. She just had a birthday. Uh, y'all will be hearing this like two weeks after the fact, but she just had a birthday. So shout out to you, Erica Brooks. What's going on, Erica? Thank you. Thank you. I hope everybody's staying safe during these pandemic times. Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I, I just had to put it out there. That's all. We do hope that y'all are being safe. The pandemic is not over. Y'all have probably heard of the variants at this point in time by the time you heard this episode. Just please make sure you're taking care of yourself. Um, I'm still, I'm fully vaccinated, but I am still wearing my mask and still following COVID protocols because I, I don't know where everyone else has been and what everyone else is doing. I don't know. I just don't want to get it. So I, I want to remain healthy. Are you following protocols, Eric? Of course. Of I feel like that was a trap. <laughs> it wasn't a trap. <laughs> it wasn't a trap, I promise. I promise. Of course, of course. You know, college campuses, people are dirty here. So, yeah. <laughs> yo, if you go to school, Erica, she just called you dirty, yo. <laughs> yo, that's funny. You just called your classmates dirty. Hey. <laughs> All right. It's their personal problem. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said a moment ago, we have a special guest in the building. Now, I discovered this special guest on Instagram, and I was in need of the product that he was selling. It's legal. So I, <laughs> I said product. Um, anyway... This brother's product, I'm not even gonna tell y'all what it is. I'm gonna let him talk all about it. But it's definitely helped me personally. Uh, I'll give y'all a hint. It is always beard season, ladies and gentlemen. I had a struggle beard. Uh, I did for a long time until I purchased this product and used it faithfully. Um, and I'm just glad to have him on with us today. 
This brother is an entrepreneur. He is a businessman. I love the growth that I've seen. Um, and I just love what he's offering. It's an authentic product. It's a great product. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him talk about it because I'm about to just spill it all. But ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. Ed Oliver in the building. Hey, 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 man. How y'all doing? How everybody doing? Uh, Ed Oliver, uh, owner, creator. Uh, I don't know whatever the, pe the title people want to give me. Uh, <laughs> maker of EBL Beer Butter LLC, uh, formed in Washington, D.C. Handmade uh, organic natural products for your facial hair. Basically, um, a lot of guys, like Rob said, just had struggle beers, were struggling, looking for something to try to figure it out, get it going, and 2014, uh, I was the guy that had a struggle bed. It was bad. It was, it was bad. You <laughs> had the Anthony Hamilton? It wasn't like that. <laughs> but it was just, it just didn't, it, it didn't, it wasn't where it needed to be. So, yeah, it was just really me making something for myself. And then now here we are going on seven years later, it blossomed into something that I personally can say I did not expect to turn into <laughs> because I, I I I wasn't doing this prior to me doing it. So mm -hmm. you know it was definitely uh it's definitely been a hell of a journey and just something different. So I've been excited, man, and just been able to form relationships and and and, and meeting people. Yeah, and a lot of people uh, gained a lot of fans and customers and friendships, even friendships. Like I said over the years. With people all around the country, all around the globe, really. Like so I could imagine social man. media. Social yeah. media is a hell of a thing. Hell yeah, man. Like, yo, so fellas out there, you know the beard craze is crazy. Now I, I grew up part of my life, I grew up in Philly. Um, I love Philly rappers. Philly Freeway is one of my favorite rappers, and he was he was known for his beard. Now my family, we're on my side of the family, I would say. Maybe my side of the family. I think it's my dad's side of the family more so. Like we were late groomers when it came to late bloomers when it came to growing beards. Like my beard didn't really start coming in until I was like 25. Like and it was like I had patches and like I would cut it all off and let it grow back and it grow back thicker and people were like what are you trying to do? I'm like yo I'm trying to grow a beard. So all of you know, well, not all of you. Some of you know the struggle beard is serious. It takes a lot. It takes years of work to just get, like, the shape. Like, just to train your hair. Like, grow. Like, I need you to grow. So when I finally got it, it was, uh, it was definitely a struggle beard, but it was acceptable. Like, so, and I still have, like, a, a like, my chin. Like, I'm trying to get this filled in, but it, it's coming along. But... I want to personally thank you for that, man. Like, uh, the ladies love it. <laughs> they love it. Um, so you said your own struggle beard is what inspired you. So what happened? You just woke up one day and was like, yo, I'm tired of the struggle beard. And you just grabbed stuff out your cabinet. Like, what? <laughs> uh, what happened was it was just being home. And I, gra I had just graduated, matter of fact. I graduated college from Norfolk State. Behold, you know, uh, that was de December, what, 2013 I graduated? Mm-hmm. So I came home, I was doing my other business before I started EBO, but then it was just like, I might be, you know, you just look at, wake up in the morning, you got to go out, you comb in your bed, you like, that's dry. And you don't really know about, you know, what to put in it. So at the time, I'm, you just doing anything, Vaseline, anything. <laughs> like, yeah, it was that bad. Yes. Yeah, 
but it's funny because my mom, my mom had a business. She always been into like making body care products, hair care products and things. So I told her what I wanted to do. I was like, mom, I want to make something for myself because this stuff not working. I tried some other stuff, but it had like waxes and mm-hmm. it just wasn't catered to our hair. That's that's the easier way to say it. It wasn't catered to our type of hair. Gotcha. So then, um, you know, just talking to mom and then she was just pretty much even when they gave me the blueprint of you know everything it is that you see now like i told her what i wanted to do and the ideas that i had we sat down and then you know what i mean she kind of led me to this direction that direction because i said she'd been making skincare products herself and selling them and you know what i mean she was on my head about making sure i use not only the right products but forming you know the right natural products to enhance the hair growth make it smell good and things like that and what i'm gonna say november 2015 no 2014 is when I decided to make it something but it was like leading up to that it was just something that I had for myself mm-hmm. and I noticed like my beard was looking better I was like oh yeah we looking good it's, <laughs> it's softer you know it was getting right if you if you follow me on social media you can see my old pictures and where it was to what it is like I didn't I don't have nothing but it's it's it definitely is something that not only helped me but now I'm seeing and helped so many men women children like over the years, like it's became bigger than just a beer product, honestly, which has been great to see. Yeah, um, I'm a testament to that, y'all. I do. So <laughs> look at me spilling my personal business. So like my, how can I say this? I don't have edges. That's weird. Whatever the temple, like, you know, fellas, like you get your forehead mm-hmm. shaped up and then he comes to the side, those little temples. Mine was getting a little light and I was worried. I'm like, yo, I'm not ready for the baldy. Like I'm too young for the baldy and i was using your product i started buying your product i discovered you probably around 20 late 2018 2019 and i bought it in 2019 and i started putting it on my face and in my hair in those spots and it's definitely helped like it's not nowhere near as thin as it used to be almost looks pretty much normal the way it was when i was younger um but I did notice a dramatic difference. I was like, oh, thank God. Because, like, I'm, I don't even know if I got lumps on my head or what. Like, I'm I'm not ready. I don't even know my barber can do a baldy because he's a young guy. But, yeah, like, hair is so important. Like, even though you made it for yourself, like, so many people are self-conscious about their hair. They're just always worried about what it looks like. They don't want to go bald. They want it to be healthy. Um, on another note, I had personal struggles with hair because... Pretty much every... I can use one shampoo. I discovered the shampoo that I can use that does not dry out my scalp. Maybe in like 2016 or 17, one of my friends worked at a one of those chain barbershops and she introduced me to it. And I was so expensive as shit. She, <laughs> she introduced me to it and it's literally the only thing I could use. So like I'm very weary about what I put on my hair and in my face. So like when I got your product, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, yes, it smells. I don't know how you get those scents. Like the scent and it lasts. And it's not like Dollar Tree, you know, nah. car freshener scent. Like it's like quality, like... Ah, oh, fresh herbs and berries. Like it is, <laughs> it smells really good. Um, it feels good. Like it doesn't. I mean, it. It. Yeah, I don't. And I've bought some stuff from other people who said their stuff was like organic or whatnot. And like I've gotten mold and stuff on it. But like I've had no issues with yours. I'm on my second jar because you do give a, a very generous amount. I must say, 
very generous amount of stuff. So it lasts a good while. Um, also I have the beard wash, but tell us, tell us about your your product line right now, where you are now. Uh, right now, I just honestly only carry two products: is my beard butter and my beard wash. I just offer them in a variety of scents. So for the beard butter, I probably have about like ten scents you can choose from, and then for the wash, I have five scents. But the gist of all of them is that they all do the same thing. They all help with growth, stimulate growth, keep your beard moisturized. And then, like I said, offering different scents, give your facial hair that unique scent that's, you know, not like it's long lasting, but it's not overpowering where it gives you a headache. You know, some scents make you have a headache. Yep. Overpowers, it's like it's the perfect scent. It's the perfect balance of, okay, when you maybe meet somebody, you might shake somebody's hand or give a hug and they're like oh what is that you know what i mean so it's yep. that perfect balance of a of a great product if you're about to step out especially right now that the weather's warm a lot of guys been stepping out or just even with the mass situation with the with the pandemic you know those masks will dry their hair out you got it on all day you might work at a store or a kitchen or something like mm-hmm. that you got to wear that mask it helps keep you know combat all those issues and well, right now, just those two products have just been keeping everything alive, and that's what that's what people love. Like now, they they asking me, can I do a beard oil? Can I make like a um con- another type of conditioner? So, of course, that's been things in the works. But now that I have a bigger facility, like I'm right now, I'm in here. Y'all don't know if y'all can see, but this is my new workspace. Because for years I worked from home. Mm-hmm. I was working out of my house. <laughs> you know, a lot of people didn't know. Like I was working out of my house for years and was successful doing it, but. Now, you know, to expand, I'll be, I'm able to have more space, which means I can work on new products. So that bid or even people been asking me about, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully in the fall we can get that out how I want it. Yeah. Conditioner as well, leave-in conditioner. Um, I want to have that out maybe around the holiday season. It's just been the transition getting, you know, getting the space, getting everything else in order, and just life in general. Like, life is life. So trying to balance you know, being creative, but balance, still making sure you maintain business, but then yeah. everything else life has that you got to do. So that's been, you know. <laughs> that, I, I feel that struggle. I've been trying to do that. Um, thank goodness Erica is being patient with me. Erica, go ahead. Uh, I know you have questions over there too. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, but I don't know what order I should put them in. Have the, the first one I have for you is, what's a mantra or a quote that you live by? Uh, honestly, it's probably nothing really related to business. It's just something me and my friends say, honestly, it's just like, say we always say the game is the game. And where we say that, it's kind of like life is life, where like you might have a bad day today, and it's like, and life is life. It is what it is, because tomorrow you might wake up and have the greatest day, and for the next three months you might have the best days ever. So yep. it's kind of like the same thing. It's basically like, Regard, it's like for our, for us, for my group, it means basically like regardless of what's going on, good or bad, like it's going to be a part of life. Life is the game. You keep going. You're always going to be a player in the game no matter how old you get. You just get to different posi- different levels of the game and you just keep it going. And it's like that's how it's been with business where it's been ups, it's been downs, but you don't get down on it. Like with anything, I saw you said you was in school. I was in school. I know some days you like, I do not want to be here. I don't want to do nothing. You know that? Oh, that's a lot of days. That's a lot of days. But then it's like when you finally walk that stage and then you had those moments during those that time there, it's like it all was worth it. So it's kind of like that. That's just 
it's, it's like that's just something we live by that we came up with in high school and that's just kind of it kind of stuck i like that though it helps you not focus on the negative so much because mm-hmm. you you know at the end of the day like any game like any game you don't win you can't win you can't win every single time sometimes yeah. you're gonna lose but those losses do like if you lose a basketball game go back and study what you did wrong so then if you do come across that scenario again you know what not to do so it's kind of like that or if you saw something work and say okay well this is working maybe I need to continue doing this so it's you know you just add to that and in speaking of the ups and downs with businesses and running your own business if you could tell yourself something before you even started this what would you say uh what would I say I would have told myself, honestly, it's definitely, it, I don't know, it's weird because everything I knew leading into it, I knew what was going to come from it. I was a business major in college. I had a business beforehand, mm-hmm. and that business really kind of prepared me for this one because mm-hmm. I used to sell hair, and that's a kind of like, and this was 20, this 20, I don't know, matter of fact, I tell that back, I was, I was still in my last semester of college selling bundles out of my dorm room. So that business there really taught me, like, like dealing with women. <laughs> because it, but it helps. It helps because it taught me about marketing because the visual part of it, um, customer service. Women are attentive, so you got to be on it. When they message you about them bundles and when they're shipping and they do not play about their hair, you got to have a lot of what you're talking about. But I was successful at it. That's the thing. Like, it was, people looked at me and was like, I want to get hair from this dude mm-hmm. until they got the hair. And he was like, oh, he got the best hair and I'm on campus. And then that carried over. So, I mean, it just like when it came to it, it was like I would just tell myself, just go, go for it more so than anything, because it's like when it came to it, a lot of times you go in the business and you already know it's going to be hard. But it's like that one time it go left people ready to quit it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's no, don't do that because real true story i was about to quit this business in 2017. i literally was about to quit two weeks later i went viral and life been different so literally like do not be, that's the only thing i would say just keep going to, to my myself like because i knew it was going to be hard but you know it turned out to be the best decision i've made i think to this point in my life would you uh go viral for I just made a reg. A lot of you know, I made a regular tweet. I made a regular, the most regular tweet. I still got. I just put four pictures of my customers, different dudes that I know that I'm cool with, and I just put. You know, at the time it was this thing going around where people was telling people about their businesses. Like you introduce yourself. Hi, my name is so and so. This is my business, and that simple retweet can help me find the next customer on your page. And at the time, my business had. I guess I left out the house. I remember this. I remember it vividly. So I left out my house on a Saturday night to go out with my friends. I put the tweet up. I, I feel my phone vibrating. Like, oh, damn, get some orders. Okay, cool, whatever. I got, come home. I go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. I look at my phone like, hmm, this is, okay, I'm getting some orders. By the time noon came, I'm on the phone with my grandmother. Like, Grandma, hold on. It's going crazy right now. <laughs> then that's, you know, I, I go on Twitter. The tweet is at like 3,000 retweets. 5,000 likes to the point where the next thing you know over that span, I probably, all time on that tweet, I probably got about like 20,000 retweets, 20-something thousand likes. So it was like that momentum. And then on top of it, I had customers who I already had at the time. Yeah. Because it's 2017. 
So all my customers I had that already liked it, they was commenting under it saying how much they they like it and they stand by it and mm-hmm. leave a review. So that made the new people order and it was it was crazy, bro. To a point where I had to shut it down. I shut my site down. <laughs> That's what's up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. I want to shut my site down one day. Man, it ain't even up yet. But it's, it's get it, it get there. The traffic be so crazy. You be sitting there like this in that and therefore it had never happened before. So it was it was kind of a shock because it was maybe what I might do when three months of work happened in one day. Ooh. What do I do? <laughs> Get in the kitchen. Start. <laughs> what? My whole family was in the, I literally hired my whole family. My mother, my brother, my pops was working with me for like a week and a half. Like, just work with me. We in there making jobs. I probably made like a thousand some jobs in like Dang. a three day span. And that was before I shut my site down. I probably, like, it was crazy. Like, it was crazy. Like, I'm. I'm still grateful for everybody who ever retweeted that post. Like, that changed my life, and that was four years ago, and it still helped change things, and it's 2021, so. I mean, you you have a spectacular product. I love it. I'm not putting nothing else in my beard. Um, the only, I lied. I just lied as soon as I said that. The only other thing I do every now and again, I put yours in it, but I always have coke. I only thing I put in my hair is coconut oil, just straight coconut oil. Um, but that's those are the only two things that ever go on my beard. And the only time I really use coconut oil is if I travel somewhere. I don't bring all of yours with me, but I just bought some containers so I can travel with it because I want to bring my whole thing because I'm going to be pissed if I leave it somewhere. So yeah. now I can travel with it um, so I won't have to use coconut oil. But, um, yeah, y'all, it's like those of you listening, dead ass, yo. This is some great stuff. It smells good, and it is going to make a change in your beard. I feel like I'm doing an infomercial, but I'm speaking from experience. And y'all can go on my Instagram, complete underscore vision, and look at my beard over the years. And like someone just told me the other day, I was FaceTiming and talking to one of my homegirls. She was like, your beard is thicker. And this was like over the span, like we've been talking and chilling for like five months. And she and I was like, oh. <laughs> and she made it made me go look at it. And I was like, she's right, it is. Um, and that's what it is. So, um, dang, I almost lost my train of thought. What was the pandemic like for you? Um, this is a question I'm definitely going to gear to my people who have their own businesses, whether it be full-time or part-time, because I want to know what it was like for you and some of the advice you would have for people when it comes to preparing for the unexpected. Uh, with the pandemic, to be honest with you, honestly, honestly, for for me, that's the most I've ever did in one year with my business. Wow. Which, which, which is completely like, I, I it caught me off guard because when it first happened, my first instant was like, oh, wow, it's shutting down. So, you know, for what I do, I have to source my material. You're just from certain places, but I done built a reputation with these people so they know me. But it was just like, okay, they might shut down and they might shut down and they might they might not can get their stuff yeah. or whatever the case. So when that happened for me, it was just like, all right, well, let me just buy a lot right now, just in case, you know? So it was like, put the money up, buy a bunch of stuff. So even if it slowed down, you still gonna have inventory. And a lot of people get scared of that. It's like, nah, like what's the point of having money? If you could sit here and say, okay, I got a hundred dollars, but I take this hundred 
and I can buy a hundred dollars worth of inventory and I can possibly sell all that and make a thousand. Yeah, it might not move fast, but you still got the potential to do it. So mm-hmm. it was like that was my mindset. But then in reality, once I seen everybody like, you know, in the house, I'm gearing it like, yo, this is the perfect time to grow your beard. So my yeah. marketing was like, oh, you in the house? Like, grab that. You ain't nobody about to see you for three months anyway. So when you come out, you're going to look different. And it was just, it was just that, like, I think everybody being, like, in the house, yeah. looking always on their phone, on Twitter, on Instagram, looking for something to do. I, I, I played by that, just marketed, like, you know, continuously, like, check this out, check that out grab this, make sure you got that. You, you don't want to, you know, come out when, when things do open up. You want to look right. You've been having a struggle bit. This is the perfect time to get right, you know? So it was like a blessing in terms of like how it was able to put everybody still in the house, not from a world standpoint, but like from a business standpoint, like yeah. having people in the house and everybody just like kind of in one place, you know, it helped with that because, you know, most of the time if you moving every day, you at work, you're in your cubicle, you're not looking at your phone, you're right. not looking, you're not even trying to buy stuff because you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. So not only that, people wasn't going anywhere. So they kind of had, I'm not going to say money to spend. I don't ever want to say people got um, money to blow, but people just had maybe a, an extra dollar. So instead of them getting one job, they said, you know what, I'm going to get a three set and I'm going to get a wash. Yeah. So. During the pandemic, it was like that same person that might get one or two items, they getting four and five, and they telling their friends, and they telling the next person. And, and it was like, like I said, for me, when I looked at the end of the year, I was like, wow, this is the best year in terms of sales I've had, despite everything going on. The only thing that was hard was just making sure you always could be in business. Mm. And a lot of people was like, well, how are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? I'm like, you got you to gotta pay to play. Like you, that's you got to pay to play, and by that it meant like, when 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 that happened, my materials I gotta get that price went up in terms of like shipping and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like if I don't pay that, I'm not gonna have no business. So it's like I don't care. I want I want to be able to keep my customers happy. So I would pay the extra, get it here quick, and I buy in bulk, and then I'd be able to I was able to sustain and make sure I had product, make sure things was always shipping, and despite you know, the pandemic, people were still getting their stuff quick because USPS didn't stop running. Nope. So that's how I was moving. So when I moved, they it didn't really slow down. It was like, wow, he's able to keep it moving. I'm a one-man operation. So people was like, yo, he's really <laughs> making it work to do it. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sleeping, but I want y'all to have this stuff. Like, Because <laughs> like, when, when I hear stories like yours and, and things like that, though, that, that inspires me to do this. Like, I mean, money is cool, but when you hear people say, like, they hair or um, guys say they were thinning, and I know, like you said, hair is a, a thing that plays a role in the people's psyche and then we got mental health and all that going on. Yep. So it's like, if that little thing there, like this little product can help with you, um, even like I have transgender customers, um, like women transition to be men and their beard's bigger than mine. And they were saying like the product helped them have that confidence in that transition. And I'm like, that's a bet. Like that's, that's what all I ask for. Like mm-hmm. as long as you get what you buy, you know what I mean? Cause you want people to feel happy with they spend and purchase, you know, with their purchase. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh, I'm glad the pandemic turned out well for you. Uh, My numbers were astronomical during the pandemic. I want those pandemic numbers back. Uh, Because like you said, people were in the house and you set up online. So, yeah, um, that that was like perfect timing for you. And I I like the fact that 
You invested in your business. Like, I know some people, like, uh, for lack of a better term, clutch their pearls. They're like, oh, no. Mm -mm. Oh, hold on. Let me. Oh, a lot of stuff that I bought in, you know, companies I worked with out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. I'm like, damn. Like, I know y'all didn't expect the pandemic. Y'all ain't got nothing in the corner over there. Nothing. I just need an extra large. Like, but you were like, "Mm, nah, let me stock up. And make sure I have this so I can keep moving it because, man, I, I probably spent more money than I thought I would spend during the pandemic um, simply because I was home all the time. And you, you can't go out. You can't socialize. And then there's Amazon and all these things. And I, I did buy quite a few things and tried a, quite a few different products. So um, that's a good tidbit out there for y'all listening. If you're in business and you survived the pandemic or you're about to start a business, you need to make sure you know what you need, where you're getting it from, and the right time to buy it and how you buy it. Sometimes you might need, if you notice, you know, one of your suppliers, dang, he, he it's hard for him to get this sometimes. You might want to order three instead of one next time. So that way, if he runs out, I got mine. I can keep rolling. So thank you definitely for sharing that tidbit. Yeah, you can't be scared to spend your money when it comes to your business. Like, that's... That's one thing. I mean, I don't. I don't think anybody. I don't know how you expect to survive if you don't want to spend no money behind it. Like <laughs> nothing just comes. Like you got to put money behind it as well. I'm not saying if you you got to put all the money in the world behind it, but you got to do something. Whether it's some money on marketing or some money in inventory or yep. some money for promotion from something, you got to put money behind it so it can breathe, so it can live. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, that that. That's the story of business. I know a lot of people like to sell you the glory side, and I've made this much, and I did this much. They don't tell you about the money you got to spend. Like Even with this podcast, I, I I don't even want to talk about how much money I am into this thing now, but it, don't, it doesn't hurt because I love doing this. I'm going to yep. do this until I die. I love it, and I love to be able to have guests like yourself on here um, to share your story with our listeners, because people need inspiration. Um, and that was another thing that I definitely kicked up during the pandemic. I got way more interviews because people needed positivity. People always need positivity. Um, so thank you again for that, sir, and um, your product. I can't thank you enough. You have no idea. Like I know I keep saying it, but y'all, <laughs> y'all don't understand. But that's what I do it for. That 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 response is really, honestly and truly, as all jokes aside, like, that's really what I do it for because... You know what I mean? Anybody could do this. I mean, I watch businesses happen with the same line over the years. It's a money grab. Everybody so it's popular. I'm about to come up with my own product, but nobody really put that that time into mm-hmm. it and really cared. They just knew, oh, I'm, I can make some money from this. But it's like, are you really giving people an experience? Are you really giving them something that works? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that, is it working? Yeah. That, that's what people want. They want to know, do it work? And my reviews say like you know whether it's written or vocal or instagram they say it works yeah that that's a big one a lot of people can make creams and butters and oils that smell good and do absolutely nothing for y'all please keep that in mind erica you have more questions yeah i just have one question and it's basically the sum up everything with you and also the business being booming during the pandemic and also the power of social media where do you see yourself in the future uh in the future i just see myself having a facility um like i said i'm I'm finally not working in the house i have a bigger space but i actually see myself having a bigger facility uh you know 
staffing maybe 20, 25 people. Um, nice. Have a social media team like a, yeah. um, area. like I want to be able to not only provide to provide jobs with my business, but you know to just to see my business expand. And then, you know, in five years, I would like to say I hope to have it in a, a bigger facility, have a bigger uh, you know cash flow campaign behind it in terms of like the marketing, the research and development, advertisements, um, you know, just building that brand outside of just having a product like building a reputation so the same way kind of like with you, you you got options to get a lot of different food every day but mm-hmm. you know a certain brand is known for a certain quality so that's what i want where yeah it's other products out here and not to shun nobody but it's the same time you want them to know that like when i see that brand i know the quality that's coming behind that i know the you know i know the results that's coming behind that i know you know the 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 everything basically that you want from a product that is caliber to give you i want to make sure my customers had that and then of course just be comfortable to stay where like my student loans is paid off and things like that <laughs> i don't really need a lot i just want like certain things like i want to just be able to like if I want to go out and eat instead of cooking, I want to be able to do it comfortably. Like, yeah. I don't really want to do too much, but business-wise, yeah, just having a bigger space, creating jobs for people, uh, creating more revenue, more products, um, doing more things like this. This is, like, things like this have been cool. In the beginning, I really wasn't a big interviewer. Like, my friends know, know how my personality is. Like, I'm cool, but I don't really talk <laughs> So it's like now that I'm doing this, it's like you got to give people this side of you. So, yeah, just doing more things like this. And then, honestly, when I, I'm not going to say when I stop business, but my goal is to create like a center that's centered around business where like say a, a 12-year-old can come and learn about what a business plan is, how to properly formulate a business plan. Yeah. How to speak to banks about asking for loans or grants or, you know, things like that where now when you're 18 years old and you have an idea, you're not thinking like, oh, I'm young, I can't, I can't do it. I'm like, you got the power of social media. You could, you get your bank account. You could buy your own ads on Instagram by yourself. You yep. know what I mean? And things like that because it's, 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 it's a whole new world. Like just, I remember when eBay was a thing, like, well, eBay's still a thing, but I remember when eBay was, it. And when I was in middle school, mid-2000s, high school, and then you start seeing it just transitioning, and you say, okay, the money's on the website. The money's online. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it would be great to have a brick-and-mortar space, but it's like you limit yourself. So it's like, okay, cool if you have that, but why not have a way you could ship the Idaho. I got customers in Idaho, Alaska. Like I've never been to Alaska. <laughs> I have customers in Alaska. I got customers in France. France loves me. You know what I mean? Like my, my France connection, my French, not France, my French connections over there. Um, just all over then the military, the military people. So yeah. you shoot shipping through two Navy ships. So Dang. it's just there's so many avenues when it comes to it that you just hope and pray that not only you can add to it yourself, but then bring people along too to help them get some money and get some networking and things like that. That's my real goal, like to help put the next set of people, no matter how old you are, really on. And so we could just keep it going because a lot of times people want high information and we don't get to get further from there. Like mm-hmm. all we do is start and stay at zero. And it's like, I don't want that for my kids. Like, hell yeah. no. 
Yeah. Ooh, Giving I was about back to go as off. you climb up the ladder. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you got to. You got to. Somebody. I mean, people help me whether they feel like they know it or not, whether it's just them calling me and say, like, my uncle is the reason why I told you I was about to quit this. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. talked to my uncle, and he was like, you a fool. Don't quit. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm, uh, I ain't making the money I want. He was like, what you, what if, he said, why though? Like, what you expect? You need to keep it going, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Just basically, like, don't do it. And my uncle more like my older brother. So when he told me that, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to give it a little bit more time. And literally, right in that two-week span, it was like, viral out of there called him like yo guess what happened <laughs> first thing he say is let me hold something <laughs> <laughs> like, <"You." laughs> like, it, it's really it's really a blessing though honestly and truly like it's really a blessing for everything to be able to go the way it's went and to see what it's blossoming into that's a blessing it's a blessing that's what's up, man. Um, thank you again for joining us. Thank you again for sharing your story. Uh, any parting words, make sure you give everyone your social medias where they can find you. It'll also be in the description. But any parting words of encouragement or anything like that? Uh, mainly with the encouragement, just honestly stick to what you believe in. If you believe you can make something shake, no matter if you are a creator, you do photography, you do dance, whatever it is you do, like you stick with that. Because at the end of the day, Nobody can live this life but you. Nobody knows what you want but you. But the only thing you have to do every day is wake up, look in the mirror, and be honest with yourself. You can't want what other people want for you if that's not what you want. You're going to struggle for the rest of your life if you keep doing things that don't really make you happy. Um, I just want to shout out from, for you know, I just want to shout out y'all just for even incorporating me to y'all platform, um, giving me the opportunity to speak about my business. Uh, what else? Anybody who's building anything, man, just keep it going. Put the money behind it. Uh, of course, it sounds cliche. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do nothing, all that type of stuff. But that's real life, though. Like, it it's is. real life. Nobody can tell you what you can't do. You know what I mean? And um, uh, social media, basically, same thing. EBO Beard Butter on Instagram. Uh, EBO Beard Butter on Facebook. Have a Facebook like page. Uh, I have a Twitter, EBO Beer Butter One, but I don't really use it. I'm trying to get used to Twitter one more. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Twitter blew you up and you left? <laughs> what happened before I, before I even had this the EBO page, I was just going off my personal page. I just hustled uh-huh. through all my personal pages, and then I created the EBO Instagram, and that's, I managed, I'm about to be about at 21,000 followers with that, but everything Ooh. really just was personal page, and then my Twitter was just my personal Twitter and is just having my college friends and we get to laughing, but I started marketing through that because I already had a following yeah. of just people liking laughing at what I'm talking about. So I try to create a separate, uh, you know, you got to create a separate entity nowadays because yeah. people in the world, they don't, you can't have no fun. No. You know what I mean? I yeah. crack a joke that everybody know I'm joking, but they try to relate it to your business. So it's like, make it separate, keep everything separate. That's that's no that's my biggest <laughs> whatever because I've seen people lose it all yeah I, I, I'm glad you know I've seen people go left with a lot of things with their business so keep it separate whatever you feel in your heart of hearts keep it to yourself or talk to your circle don't relate you know what I mean because when it comes to your business that's its own thing yep you as a person you're its own thing. So always remember that part of it too. But don't forget, like what you say and what you do is it can get it's gonna get cast over your business. So be careful when it comes to that, especially 
in this day and age. We we see it. We've been <laughs> I've been seeing it yeah. before the whole all these other the cancel thing before cancel culture was a thing. Like yeah. I've been on Twitter for like since college. Yeah, I've seen some stuff and yeah. you, you people get canceled. So you know what I mean. You definitely don't want to become that. And yeah, again, just keep keep hard working. You know, put money behind it. Believe in it, and if you got a solid group of people, stick with them, man. Cause ain't it ain't too many people that's getting support out here. As wild as it may seem, so anybody like you said, you got Erica with you. She locked in with you. Salute to you. Uh, at, at that next position from intern, I can't wait to see. Uh, just shout out to y'all, man, for real, for real, honestly, because y'all didn't have to let me on here. So shout out to y'all. Hey, man, we got to do our part, man. You know what I'm saying? And I saw something in you. I know. Um, and our, our listeners, y'all might not know this. Well, our newer listeners, the older ones know. Like, I don't just pick random people. Like, I follow people and I watch them for a little while. Like, I look at what they're posting. Um, I buy their product. I use their product. Or I look at what they're doing. I look at their websites to see, like, okay, what can I gauge from this person? And then, you know, you catch little personal tidbits, things here and there. I message them, reach out to them, just talk to them, get a feel for them. And then I invite them on because I want people I want people to do interviews similar to yours. You're not just on here selling a product. You're telling your story and you're giving people the real. And that's what I really want. You know what I'm saying? I don't need a bunch of salespeople. I want people who are passionate about what they do. And I know that, like you said, the youth is behind us. You know, and, and even the people that are with us in age or status or whatever, like who are thinking about doing this, uh, they need those words of encouragement. You know, my fields of expertise are limited. So I'm like, let me go to some people who do this. Let me go to some people who do that. And maybe your words will touch someone out there and inspire them to do whatever it is that they're trying to do because it ain't always going to come from me. So I'm like, let me just grab as many people as I can who are really about their business. So that's what it's all about. Man, I hope I hope I can inspire somebody, man. Cause like I say, it, it, it's it, it's it's enough out here for all of us, and it just takes time. Like, don't it ain't you know it ain't no overnight process. Like I said, I'm I'm going into year seven. You know Ooh. what I mean? Seven. And like I said, it's still a lot more, a lot more I got to do. But to yeah. give some, dedicate seven years of your life to something that you believe in. You know what I mean? Yep. You, you get out what you put in. Don't get me wrong. Like, has it been hard work? Yeah, but I've been able to really enjoy it as well. So that's what's up. That's continue, what's up. you keep going with y'all podcast, man. Keep locking in. I appreciate y'all. I'm going to tell more people about it, man. Please do. Experience to your experience to our experience. <laughs> you know, I would love to come on again when I got some news. Like, yeah, I got something going on. So For sure. Man, thank y'all. No problem, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know. Thank y'all again for tuning in, liking, sharing, subscribing, and supporting the podcast. Thank you again, Mr. Ed Oliver, for joining us. Y'all make sure you check the description. Check out his page. Ladies, this is an excellent gift for your man. Fellas, it's an excellent gift for yourself. Anybody you know that is dealing with maybe a hair issue or they trying to grow their beard, great stuff. I'm telling you, this is from personal experience. You want to grab that. So 
Again, thank y'all for continuing to support the show. Thank you for continuing to support the guests that I have on the show. We love y'all. Until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, financially, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace.